For all your space chicken sci-fi comedy non-political humor needs, go to timstesseract.com. Read fiction about the future of San Francisco after the water wars of 2121 in Jane 6. Ask a Jedi for important life hacks. Eat flesh with the bear exoskeleton Contessa. And check your horror horoscope on Horoscopia. Updated every three parsecs. Timstesseract.com Timstesseract.com Shade go like Astro to the moon and back. I'm doing that. The crowd go like whoa. Only reason oh, I left you because I'm Hey everybody, yeah. It's Monday night. It's time for the joke workshop here on Mutiny Radio.fm. We're gonna end early. Why? Because the Warriors are playing at 7:30. And do we care? Yeah, I fucking care. Yeah, they beat the Spurs by almost 20 points last time, and I want to see him spank them again. Uh, and the sooner they spank him, the earlier we can get to Delirium to Warhol Kaufman's show. He's on the show tonight, Joke Workshop, here on MutinyRadio.fm. Another thing I just want to let you guys know, I am having a great day. Why? Because <laughs> fucking LeBron, suck it, lost to the Pacers by like 20 points, and nothing could make me happier than LeBron James not going through to the finals. Let this not be the ninth year that he gets to be in the finals. Can we just shut that man down? Please. Ha 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 ha. Uh, anyways, as you can see, I'm excited for the games tonight, but I'm also excited for all the great comedy that everyone's going to be bringing you here on the Joke Workshop. We've got Perry Borders in again to be training. Uh, new show, Cowards, on Fridays from 10 to noon. Wonder what that'll be about. Uh, but right now, we're here at the Joke Workshop, and remember, everybody, this show is as good as you make it. Please pay attention to other people's sets. Write notes down. Uh, make comments. Um, if you're on stage and, and people aren't giving you comments and you want to ask questions, ask questions. Ask us pointed questions about why your jokes suck. <laughs> so we're going to do it here at the Joke Workshop. Uh, I'm very excited. We're going to get this list up here and get started right away. Please enjoy. Oh, Ian Levy being helpful. Passing the... There it is. There are no breaks. Oh, because he's going first. What a helpful guy. Help it out with his own set. You guys pay attention and enjoy every second of your next comedian. It's Ian Levy. I'll be smoking kush all day. I'll be smoking kush all day. Okay. Oh, thank you very much, guys. Oh, yay. Yay, me. Um, I'm feeling good. This is uh, the first year uh, ever in my life that my dad did not do my taxes. Uh, because this year... Uh, my mom did my taxes, so feeling very good about that. I feel like a real man now that I don't have to come to my dad and ask him for do my taxes. Now, I, I would have asked my mom from the beginning if I knew that was an option. Uh, my mom has a sense of humor. Uh, she thinks she's a funny person. She uh, emailed me the other day, my mom, and she said, uh, I've sold the minivan. Uh, I hope you weren't planning on living in it. And I was like, oh, good one, Mom. That was good. Oh, very funny. Uh, but just to be clear, you still uh, have a guest bedroom, right? I just want to double-checking, asking for a friend, really. It just be polite. Um, I came to the conclusion recently, uh, I, I like uh, spicy food. And I eat spicy food as though I'm in a uh, competition 
that no one else is competing in. Like, I don't know. I take it as a personal insult if someone says something on the menu looks too spicy. Not even for me. Like, my friends will be like, this biryani looks very spicy. And I will be like, I am perfectly comfortable with my manhood. Uh, and to prove it, uh, I'm going to eat that biryani. And then it is 100% of the time a mistake. I don't know why we, we take these random challenges. I feel like we're, we're far removed from, we don't have real challenges day-to-day life. Like there used to be like, you know, back in the day, like Herculean challenges. Of like I'm going to kill a lion. And now it's like, uh, I'm going to eat the food with two little pepper signs next to it. That's what I'm going to, to prove my worth. Everyone's got to prove, I have a, I, I, someone has a gift. I'm not that way with alcohol, but I know a lot of people who are, who take it, they drink it more as like a challenge than uh than for enjoyment. Uh, like I had a friend who gave me recently for Christmas. He gave me a homemade moonshine uh, that was a hundred and eighty proof. Uh, and when he gave it to me, he said, "Be careful with this because if you drink too much, it's possible to go blind." Uh, and I put it in a little flask and I took it to a party. Uh, and I'm not like a, I wasn't trying to trick anyone. I offered it to all my friends, but I did tell them, I told them like, oh, be careful with this. It's incredibly strong. And all, every single person I offered to it did it the same. They said, uh, they, they did like, uh, they were like, uh, yeah, you know, I've had alcohol before. <laughs> like it was exactly like that. Like I had one person chase it with whiskey. That is how, <laughs> that is how crazy like what is happening like why do people just assume they know what's best for the you know like they take the challenge i don't know what's wrong the worst i ever did was i went to uh i went to india for a month uh and me it was a bunch of me and a bunch of other american students uh and we were staying at a, a single location and the same place every day was preparing our food and what we didn't know is that they were toning down how spicy all the food was so then my friend and I went out and got some street uh, food. We got some street uh, uh, pupusas. Uh, and we were all like, uh, oh, we can handle the Indian food. And then there was these like uh, long red peppers. Uh, and then we ate them. And then our face exploded. So I don't, it was one of the worst experiences of my life. Uh, it made that awful bland yogurt worth eating just to cool my mouth down. It's so gross. I always thought the yogurt was just to be gross, but it's to actually cool down your mouth. Um, I feel like I had uh, a lot of other stuff to say. Um, I never, I never feel more in despair uh, than when I'm trying to uh, regain. I'm trying to regain a password for an internet profile, uh, and the website says uh, we've sent a confirmation link uh, to your hotmail.com account. I'm just like, I will never again sign into Skype. That is, I'm just giving up now. There is no hope. Um, okay, that's probably all the time I had for you. Yeah, okay, that's, I'm done. Mm. Didn't even get to the main joke I wanted to try because I'm a fool. Okay. Yay, Ian Levy, yay! Yay! yay. Uh, I think the through line of your whole thing that you didn't talk about at all was pooping. Because <laughs> you talked about spicy foods and then you talked about chasing it with whiskey and then you talked about India, but you never talked about shitting your pants, which is, okay. I th- feel like, is sort of the ultimate way that you're going with that. Um, 
but uh, it, I mean, I enjoyed, I enjoyed that. I just would say, get to it, get to it quicker. You, you talked about spicy foods that didn't really have a punchline. And I was like, I think the punchline is poo. Yeah. So like, I kept thinking the, and you kept like meandering to other things that had poo involved. So I was, as the child that I am, I was waiting for your poopy punchline. Okay. 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 Yeah, for me, like, I really like spicy food, so I was, like, nodding on agreement with it all the time. Um, when you were talking about yogurt, and you went to Indian food, too, which I found really, like, yogurt, and you said it cools Indian food down. I have no punchline for this, but it's, like, a way you can go down. Like, Indi- like Indian food, you know, curry is supposed to be really spicy. They put yeah. yogurt in every single type of curry. Yeah. Yeah, so it's like, I don't know, you might be able to But also, when you get, like, a full Indian meal, it comes with a side of, like, bland yogurt, so when your mouth is burning, you can just eat the yogurt instead. Oh, is that like, that, that's what I was talking about. It's a real I, thing. I yeah, yeah. The, the it's, it's disgusting if you just eat the yogurt plain and you don't understand what it's for. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah, just like... And, and none of us have used our white privilege enough to go to India yet, so good yeah. for you. <laughs> Uh, I, I was uh, helping small children in India by uh, harvesting their organs. So I was paying them for them, though. So they got they got money for it. I gave them a good shiny yeah, nickel for... Uh, I, like the, I like the spicy food joke a lot. I think uh, kind of an interesting direction you went in that I think you could go farther in is like the evolutionary thing, where it was like before it was like, I'm going to fucking kill this mammoth yeah. and like feed my family. And now it's like, I'm going to eat this like spicy food. And then whenever I talk to somebody, they'll be like, are you crying? He's like, no, I just had <laughs> Yeah, curry. I'm just like, really tough. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know. I think that could be a fun thing to like carry out for that's, your punchline. That's that tears, that's testosterone rolling down my face. <laughs> Cry like a man. <laughs> Other comments for Ian Levy? We can also say funny things. Yay. <laughs> funny. Uh, hey, everybody, clap wildly for Ian Levy. Yay. Yay. I'm a young Chicano wearing a tuxedo, smelling like bat guano. Oh, yeah. Your next comedian, I'm very excited to see what he's going to do because he pre-signed online. I know exactly what his name is spelled like. Put your hands together for Pete Ballmer. I didn't have to write my name this time. She didn't get to make fun of my handwriting tight. Guys, I'm half Jewish. Yay! You guys believe me? No, a lot of people don't. A lot of Jewish guys don't believe me. They're like, you have blue eyes and a small nose. You're not fucking one of us. So I have to, like, prove it. Be like, I, well, I didn't think I'd have to say this today, but, uh, and everyone's on board after that point. They're like, oh, why didn't you just say so in the first place, dude? Shabbat shalom. Let's go run the media and date Asian girls. <laughs> Uh, accordingly, I have a Jewish aunt, the Jewish aunt, um, uh, a tante, if you will, uh, and she does not like team sports. She doesn't like team sports because she says that seeing the crowds cheer like that reminds her of the Nazis and Hitler. And at first, I didn't, I didn't really get it. Um, but then the other week, I had this guy, I had a member of the Best Buy Geek Squad come to my house. You guys know the fucking Geek Squad? And usually the Best Buy Geek Squad is wearing like a Geek Squad uniform. This guy was not. Uh, he showed up to my place and he had a Florida State hat on, a Florida State shirt, and he had a Florida State license plate frame around his license plate. And I don't necessarily think he was a Nazi, but I'm pretty sure if I'd gone up to him and been like, hey, um... I have hiding in my attic the University of Florida mascot. He would have turned to me and been like, we have to get them now. Hell yeah. Okay. New work joke shop. Fucking killing it. I uh, went to a, uh, anybody, anybody, and that's not how I start that joke. Uh, anybody here at Bitchy Resting Face? No? Not really. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. 
Uh, I don't I don't like that phrase that much because it's, it's like a little sexist. It implies that women have to be like going like this all the time, which isn't a thing. Uh, I also empathize because like I don't have a bitchy resting face. I kind of have like uh, my resting face is like uh, I'm fine. Just please, please leave me alone. Um, and uh, so sometimes I look like I'm not having fun when I am. Like when I go to concerts, my kind of go to move is like the this. I just kind of do this, and I, I don't look like I'm having fun. I'm enjoying myself. Um, I went to a techno concert recently, which, don't do that. Um, <laughs> but this guy, I went with my brother, and my brother's friend at one point during the concert comes up to me. He's like, he puts his hand on his shoulder, you know, like fucking guys. He's like, put the hand on his shoulder. He's like, yo, dude, you got a lot to learn from your brother, man. And I hadn't talked to him before, so what that means is uh, you should take some more drugs you seem boring. <laughs> My brother does a lot of drugs. Um, also, t techno concerts, uh, yeah, that was, that was the worst. Because, like, a lot of times electronic music gets a bad rap. It's like, oh, it all kind of sounds the same. And that's sometimes true, definitely true with techno. Like, the whole concert, the entire time, was just like, doof, 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 doof. And at one point, a couple hours in, I don't know, that same guy turns to me and he goes, yo, this guy's a fucking wizard. <laughs> He's been doing so much insane shit up there, but you can't even tell that he's changed the song. <laughs> I was like, that sucks. I'm leaving now. I've heard the whole thing. Why the fuck would I stay for three more hours? <laughs> it's bad. It's bad. Uh, I have a younger brother, too, and he hit an important birthday recently. Hey, what's up? Um, he is now able to go to bars. Yeah, isn't that exciting for him? Very cool. Uh, he's 24 years old. <laughs> or 19, depending on which ID you look at. Uh, um, and uh, I feel like it's cool, though, because as his older brother, I have a duty to teach him how to party, you know? Like, yeah, how we get down. So we went to a bar recently, and we were outside the bar, and he went up and he's like, Peter, once we get inside the bar, what do I do? And I'm like, all right, Aaron, let me break it down for you. So we're going to walk inside, right? You're going to go up to the bar, and it's going to take like 5,000 minutes to get a drink from the bar. But after that, you're going to go up, and you're going to pay like $10, 10 times as much as you would for a normal drink that you'd get at home, but there's nowhere else to get a drink. So then you get your drinks, and you go, you find a table, right? But there's never any tables available ever. So you just kind of stand nearby a table until they leave but they're never going to leave. So you're just going to stand there the whole night and you're going to talk to your friends. But you're going to have to talk like way louder than you normally would, like kind of like this volume because the bar is very, very loud and it's very, very hard to hear each other. And it's not that fun to talk at this volume, but you have no other option. Then after you've done that for a while, you're going to keep standing around. Every now and then you're going to go to the bathroom just to get a little change of pace, switch it up, get a fresh coat of other dudes pee on your shoes. Then you're going to go back and you're going to keep standing with your friends and get bumped into by a bunch of dudes. Side note, when you're getting bumped into by a bunch of dudes, that's, yeah, you know, it's a good party. Do that for a while. And then at some point when you're drunk enough you're gonna go talk to a girl you would walk up to her and see something smooth like uh hey are you enjoying your night and then she'll say something back like no i hate this place also why are you so sweaty and you'll be like okay cool and then you're gonna go back to your friends after everyone in your party has done that you guys are gonna leave the bar on the way out you're gonna like be thinking to yourself like oh that rejection really hurts i must be a really shitty person everyone hates me i'm gonna die alone and you're too drunk to rationalize that might not even be true and then it's okay you're gonna get home you're gonna smoke weed you're gonna order food that's gonna be expensive and bad for you you're gonna eat that watch some tv you've already seen before and then and wake up the next day and hate yourself, and that's how we fucking party. He was like, okay, yeah. <laughs> that's fine. Yay, Pete Bulmer, yay! Ooh. Yay, clap your hands wildly yay. for Pete Bulmer, yay! And then yay! He 
brought the energy at the end. That was nice. Uh, the only uh, the only thing I have to say about your juice set is that the hiding in the attic needs to happen at the end. That's the punchline. You opened with hiding in the attic, and then you said blah 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 blah, and yeah. then you were like, "Why isn't that funny?" So say the blah 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 blah, and then the punchline. That's a is good call. Yeah, hiding in the attic. Yeah, that's a good call. Those, that's my only note. Okay. Yeah. Thank you. That's super helpful. You have to find a microphone. Microphone. There you go. Uh, sorry. Uh, first time feedback, man. Uh, so I, um, so yeah, there's a misdirection you could use uh, after the prayer, the blessing, Burkhat and all that. Uh, you could just be like da 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 da, and right before you get to the, do you want to date Asia? They could just be like, mm, still not convinced, and then you just go into like a. So you won't believe the day I just had. And then they're like, okay, yeah, you're Jewish. Uh, okay. Like something yeah. completely. Yeah, yeah. Another kind of like. Another kind of. Like not Hebrew, but more like, yeah, I know what you're saying. Okay. Yeah. yeah. More, less Hebrew, more Jewish. More like Jewy. Yeah. yeah, I know what you're saying. Yeah. yeah. Um, I had like a different opinion on that because like, again, you talk, you, you go, you translate right into Nazism after that. Mm-hmm. So I, I was thinking like, why don't you say, would you like to see my papers or something like that? And then um, for the, uh, the bar thing, like since it's such a small room. You don't even need to use the microphone for that. Just, you know, project really loudly. Yeah. And I guess you can make a joke about like how the the uh, noise always dies down and that's when you use the microphone. To oh, when I do like the loud voice thing? Yeah. yeah. Like, yeah, yeah but, you're right. Yeah. yeah. But that's really it. Yeah. Um, what is the mascot of Florida? Uh, it's a gator. Oh, okay. I should. Yeah, I should. Yeah. yeah that's honestly, it's that. honestly funny if I messaged it that it's a gator because it's like kind of a funny. I don't know. Yeah. 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 Okay. Turn it off. There's an on-off on that. Oh no. Definitely on I didn't turn it off. It was never on. So I was as I am still a pro at using microphones. No. Um the I mean the 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 joke of you proving yourself to be Jewish, you don't really need to to sing the whole I mean you could just cut all of that out and then essentially just go so I prove it by controlling the media and dating Asian women or whatever you know yeah. what other Jewish stereotypes you know um, just just because it's like it does it does prove to the audience that you are actually Jewish but at the same time it kind of goes on for kind of a long time yeah it does yeah 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 so I think it, it might cut straight more to a laugh if you just go to the punchline that you're leading up to anyways for sure yeah yeah yeah, yeah. you can open with just Baruch Atah yeah. Baruch Atah yeah. that's all or, you need or you, if you just went straight thing. into like a Baruch bitch or something yeah. like that <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah you question like my Judaism yeah, I do like fuck half, you yeah I like that yeah yeah, yeah. I could cut that in half easy but yeah I think you could cut a lot out of it just for sure like, yeah. yeah okay cool and then I was just gonna say you were but I think it's resting bitch face. I said, well, I said bitchy resting face. I don't know. I've heard it both, but it's okay. resting bitch face. Is it's it's, defi- face. it's yeah. definitely resting bitch face. Yeah. All right. B- bitch and resting face is like something really cool. <laughs> bitch. Like, yeah, yeah. You're like, look really Bitchy, cool on napping. resting face. Glad I got the correct like nomenclature for that. That's yeah. pretty important. Okay, cool. Thanks, guys. Yay. Pete Palmer. All right, your next comedian. Hey, he's all the way from Boston. I'm excited to see him. He was on Pamtastics last week, and I wasn't there. But he's still in town, so we get to see him right now. Clap your hands wildly for Joe Madoff! And now we're looking for the world. Sorry, Pam, sorry. Uh, you weren't there. It was, it was astoundingly lukewarm. <laughs> that was a good show. 
All right, so, uh, so yeah, like Pam said, I'm from Boston. I'm in town from Boston. Uh, Boston, it's a really weird place. It's a really interesting place. I don't know if you guys know this. Uh, if you've ever been to the Boston Public Library, uh, you go to the Boston Public Library, and all the books are on the ground. They're, like, knee-high in books. And then you're like, why are all the books on the ground? You go to pick one up, and that guy who still worked, like, from high school, who still works at his dad's landscaping company, comes around, knocks it out of your hand, goes, you think you're fucking better than me, and walks away. <laughs> And that's the case every time you pick up a book there. It's a dumb place. It's a dumb town. Uh, what about me is I went, to, I went to art school. I went to art school. Art school is a super weird, weird place. Art school is the only place where you can look at the people you graduated with. You can see them get like salaried, nice nine to five jobs and think, what happened to them? Oh, my God. <laughs> You'd be talking about with your friends like, hey, man, you hear what happened to Brian? It's like, yeah, man, Liberty Mutual. Got a full benefits, full salary. It's just embarrassing. Some people can't keep it together. <laughs> Here he deleted all of his Kickstarters. Yeah. Some people worry about their jobs. Some people, a lot of people, like a lot of my friends who don't like their jobs, they vent to me about them. Oh, boo, my job's so boring. I don't know. I think the jobs we have now are pretty ideal. Like they're pretty, they're air conditioned and cushioned chair. If you have those, you're fine. Like just be thankful we're not still cavemen and still hunter guys. Like, do you know what, like, do you know what your resume was when you were a caveman? That you were alive. That's all you had to do. People would ask for references. Be like, do you have any references? And you'd just drop a woolly mammoth's head on the table. Be like, this is my reference. I don't know. I, uh, I took Spirit Airlines to get here. That you guys ever fly Spirit? Yeah. If you don't know what Spirit is, congratulations, your life is going very well. <laughs> Spirit is Spirit Airlines is the answer to the question: What if we launched a trailer in a catapult? Like that is Spirit. If the Wright brothers, <laughs> like it's the only flight airline dedicated to people whose favorite part of the flight is turbulence. That, <laughs> like, if the Wright brothers, the first flight was anything like a spirit airline flight that would have come back down and been like shut it down it's not going to work this is a total waste of time tell Earhart she can drive a bus we got to find something else no like every spirit airline flight feels like it's in the process of getting hijacked like every during every flight i look up and i expect to see someone like banging on the cockpit door with a box cutter i'm just like no it's just like this <laughs> like this is just an acceptable body of work okay all right, you might not like this one, but like if the 9-11 gang, which is like so not what they were called, uh, but if they took two spirit planes into the towers, like the planes just would have broken half. Like that's how shittily constructed the spirit airplanes are. I know it's, it's like, like you fly spirit the same way you eat McDonald's. You're like, this is probably going to kill me, but it's cheap and I don't do it that often. So why not? I, uh, during my spirit flight, I get in the flight, I get into the back of the plane in the, uh, in the middle seat, and then I open up my tray table, and the, table, the ta tray table flops down, and there's a laminated picture uh, that says, congratulations, you found the lucky seat. Call the air attendant, call the airline attendant to claim your prize. And so I did. Well, but, but first I was like, I don't, like, what is the prize? Like, is it tickets to a better airline? 
Like, are you going to name the island we crash on after me? Is that how Gilligan did it? Like, I, so I call her over, and she comes over. She looks down at the thing. She goes, let me see if we still have it. And I felt like a teenager on Christmas from a broken home. I was just like, you've disappointed me so many times before. And at this point, I'm just proud that I'm smart enough to know to expect it. <laughs> so, and the, the people on a spirit flight are, it's just a crowd of poor people. It's like someone flew a Jerry Springer audience into the air. It's the grunt. So anyway, she comes over. She, 10 minutes left to go on the flight. Four hours later, she comes back and she hands me a little paper thing and she goes, congratulations, you just got a free round trip on any spirit flight in the future. And I don't... <sighs> so I'm going to have like 30 more minutes on how much I hate spirit sometime <laughs> soon. I thought about it though. I thought about it for like a split second. I was like taking it and just being like, oh, that's awesome. Thank you. Uh, are you taking trash now, by the way? Is that... <laughs> like... <laughs> Just giving it back. All right, guys. Thank you. Uh, thank you very much. Yay, Joe Madoff. Yay. That was awesome. I only have things to add. Okay. Um, when you said after the um, after the tur people who like turbulence, uh, that could also be they could market to roller coaster enthusiasts or autistic people uh, who have no fear. Uh, and then I thought you could add something about the Twilight Zone, the thing on the wing. Remember the old Twilight Zone thing and the thing rips up the wing? Mm -hmm. Just if you're at, I mean, there's enough in there that you don't need to add more, but I just kept thinking of more things to add. And then when you say spirit, it could be, there could be a God thing in there too, like Father, Son, Holy Spirit, cross yourself, everything's going to be okay. We're all going to live, something like that. But other, I mean, I just, I, lo I loved everything. I just kept thinking of like, oh my God, there's so many things to talk about. And it's so silly because usually people are like, airline food, what's the deal with that? Um, the only other one thing was that instead of a woolly mammoth head, you could be more topical and drag a woman in by the hair. Just because the whole Me Too thing is happening, so it's topical, you know. Mm -hmm. But good set, yay. Thank you. Yeah, I like your set too, man. When I walked in midway through, you're saying, you saying spirit, right? Yeah. Yeah, that's an airline? Yeah. Um, I was, that mean, okay. I was thinking um, of the spirit, the, uh, the, uh, um, the Halloween store, you know? Right? Oh. So, like, you might be able to say, like, the airline was so shitty, the uh, air steward just got their costumes from there or something, you know? Like, I don't know, like, <clears throat> there's something there, yeah. Yes. Everyone else? Right? Cool. Thank you, guys. Joe Madoff's a badass. Yay! Thanks for coming to visit us from Boston. I like how you shit on your town before you started to. Uh, we shit all over our town here, literally. Uh, your next comedian, what a funny guy he is. He has a show coming up tonight at Delirium. They're going to fight the playoff game, and it's going to be amazing. So go over there if you want to fight the playoff game. Put your hands together for Warhol Kaufman! I'm working on my charisma. I would kill to be an assassin. Uh, I love adding kill myself to the end of to-do lists. Just never get around to it. Uh, I don't know if you've heard Massage Envy offers sad endings now. I see a lot of uh, signs on windows and doors that say, 
No bigotry allowed here. All people are welcome. Everyone is safe inside. And those doors are always locked. Uh, so my, my ex-girlfriend just got the pre-abortion sonogram. Everyone's looking healthy. Everything's looking good. Congratulations. Uh, I don't know. Uh, I haven't been keeping up with the news. Apparently, the someone, some judge gave Stormy Daniels a gag order. And people are saying that Stormy lied. That's like calling up your girlfriend in Canada uh, to tell her your, your friend was made up. Travis Thielen was, ta was talking about uh, universal minimum income. He was like, what do you think about universal minimum income? You know, if they're automating all the jobs, there's no jobs for anyone. So either, one, you're going to have to feed everyone, or two, kill everyone, and I really just don't really care which anymore. My favorite Christmas story is the one where... George Washington sneaks across the river to murder all the Germans. Heartwarming. I've been seeing a lot of articles about the uh, richest black billionaires, America's richest black billionaires, the world's top 50 richest black billionaires. Like no one wants to talk about the poorest black billionaires. Those are my favorite black billionaires. Um, innocent bystanders always get hurt. That's why I do all the crimes. This might be hard to believe, but I am actually the sheep of color of my family. I'm the darkest one. Um, also, I just found out Susan B. Anthony was racist. Susan Bitch Anthony. Warl Kaufman, yay! One-liners from Warl Kaufman. Three minutes of one-liners. I um, I, I was like, I was like, one-liners, awesome. And then I was like, well, I'll just see which ones don't work. But the first one I didn't understand was Canada. Is that a reference to the Brady Bunch? Like, I have a boyfriend in Canada. Is that from the Brady Bunch? Um, I don't know. Is the boyfriend in Canada? Uh, that's a reference from Masturbators at 13. But but so but. But this, I didn't know it came from the Brady Bunch. Well, no, but it's, I'm just wondering. But it was about like a boyfriend or girlfriend in Canada, right? Yeah, oh, okay, okay. So I did get it, but I didn't get it. Yeah. Okay, I think that the other thing is you did a funny one where you're like, I don't know if I want to kill everyone or feed everyone. I think the punchline there is you want to feed everyone by killing everyone. Interesting. So, so it's like green? kill everyone, feed everyone, but then. Feed everyone, I kill think we anyone. should feed everyone Charlton Heston. <laughs> I think his meat is too sinewy. You'd have to, you'd have to fucking pry the gun out of his cold dead <laughs> fingers first. Guns don't taste good. Uh, and then I didn't understand the George Washington joke. Guns don't joke. feed people. People feed people. Um, yeah, it's just a dumb history. I didn't get joke it. I didn't understand it. But other than that, I was like, he's doing one liners. That's so great! Yay! I, I mean, <laughs> I thought they practice, were funny. Practice, practice, practice. Other people, did they? Did you like the one-liners? Do you respect him for doing three minutes of one-liners? What do you feel? Whatever it takes, guys. Whatever it takes to finally earn your respect. 
One-liners are hard. Nothing else? Yay! Clap wildly! If you don't give a fuck about the playoff game, go to Delirium and see a great show. Uh, or or just ignore the show and watch the playoffs. That you could do that too. Uh, that that'll be difficult. Your next comedian. What a funny lady she is. She is. Uh, I just recently saw her doing the comedy baseball, uh, working her ass off at fucking improv. Put your hands together for Natasha Vanek. Yay! This thing's so cool. I've never been to the joke workshop, and it's kind of terrifying. <laughs> but cool, terrifying, right? <laughs> Right. Um, uh, I wasn't a good-looking kid, like how I'm not a good-looking adult, but I was still not a good-looking kid either, and my parents kind of knew, like, we shouldn't bank on her personality. Like, we should bank on her personality, like, we're not banking on her looks. Like, she's a smart girl, she's a good personality, and, like, that's what we're going to root for. Because I was, like, a tiny little bug of a girl, you know, with, like, really skinny, huge eyes, braces for seven years, you know? My mom was like, Natasha, you're so small. She's Peruvian. Natasha, you're so small. Anyone could pick you up and take you away. So like my mom thought I was gonna be kidnapped for my personality. <laughs> Unlikely, like some kidnappers like, I really want a small girl who reads books about diseases. <laughs> Can't stop coding and plays Neopets till dawn, that's what I want. <laughs> Yeah, so that didn't happen, fortunately. I remember telling my dad that, uh, calling him on the phone and saying, Dad, I'm weird, I'm weird. And he was like, you are not weird. You're unique, which is the worst thing your father can say to you because he does agree that you're weird, but he's also in denial about it. Like, that's how bad it is. He's in denial about it, and he thinks you're too stupid to understand a euphemism. Um, dads. Uh, oh man, Mrs. Doubtfire. You guys remember Mrs. Doubtfire? Yeah, yeah. Mrs. Doubtfire uh, has a pretty fucked up premise. Uh, Mrs. Doubtfire, uh, a man is cast away from his family and then without their consent, cross-dresses, weasels his way back in and like lies to them about who he is and I just wish my father had loved us that much. <laughs> he didn't. He didn't. My coworkers gotten really fussy about like, um, you know, how everyone's like, ah, data, phone stuff. Our phones are listening to us. My coworker's been like, I don't like that my phone's listening to me. And I'm like, if it doesn't listen to you, Sharon, who will? <laughs> she doesn't like that either. Sharon, Sharon. Um, I don't know, uh, women in this room, you guys wear makeup, right? Some of you wear makeup. I do some days, you know, but a lot of guys, not a lot of guys, but some real vocal guys are like, women shouldn't wear makeup. They're deceiving us. You know, we're being tricked by makeup. These same guys are growing a blanket of hair over half their face, <laughs> right? Like, how many videos have you seen of a man who has shaved his face, his child sees him and starts crying? <laughs> I'm just saying, <laughs> just saying. Um, uh, have you guys ever argued with your friends about your favorite Instagram dog? <laughs> I have. Uh, I wasn't arguing at first. They were arguing. It was Haley and Lisa, and Haley was like, I love this dog. Look at this dog. This dog is so stupid. And Lisa's like, look at this dog. This dog is so ugly. But then they get kind of angry with each other, and he's like, no. Look at how stupid this dog is. She pulls up more photos trying to prove it, you know? And Lisa's like, no. Look at how ugly this dog is. She pulls up more photos trying to prove it, and that's when I'm like, oh shit. We're picking our dogs based on our biggest fears about ourselves. 
And so I pulled out mine, I'm like, look at this dog. She's terrified of her vagina. <laughs> uh, thanks guys, and Natasha Vinnick. Natasha, yay! Just so people know, when you hear the horn, it means you have a minute. Uh, so do you want another minute? We'll give you another minute. Um, let me look at my notes and decide take, real fast. Take your time, but yeah, because... Because I, I actually have no notes for you because I thought you did phenomenally and I enjoyed all of your jokes. I had like no, I had nothing to add. So you should, we should, I mean, unless other people are chomping at the bit, you should do another two. Just. We'll do one minute real fast. One real fast minute. Oh, wow. Really important and everything I say is so important on it. Um, so important. You guys, uh, I used to go to Hooters with my Uncle Steven um, when I was 12. I don't know why he did that. He took me to Hooters when I was 12. And uh, I figured he was like, it was like a win-win for him, you know? He's like, either this waitress thinks I'm real responsible or Natasha thinks I'm like a real cool uncle. <laughs> I figure he was like kind of trying to raise me to be the woman he wanted me to be, you know? Uh, yeah, yeah. Like we'd get out of the Carter restaurants and he'd be, I was 12, I was this tiny, and Uncle Steven was huge. I thought he was the coolest just because of how big he was. Crazy tall, crazy wide, like impressive, right? And I was tiny, so I'm like, that's cool. And we'd walk to restaurants together and he'd be like, Natasha, don't stand so close to me. Like, I don't want people to think we're together. And I was 12 at the time, so I'm like, what, why? Like probably what he does to women he was actually fucking. He was like, listen, don't stand too close to me, but like, Uncle Steven, we've been doing this 12 years. <laughs> And like I imagine we'd approach restaurants and people would see us and they wouldn't think, are they fucking? They would think, I hope he doesn't eat her. <laughs> um, Uncle Steven would love that joke. He's so supportive. Um, my ex uh, used to stalk me on Snapchat, you know what I'm talking about? Where exes are like following all your Snapchats and I think it's kind of fucked up that he doesn't do that anymore. <laughs> I miss those days. I miss those days. Okay, you guys, I'm just gonna be done. Can I be done? I'm done. <laughs> Thank you. So now I do have a tag for you on that other joke, and you can take it or leave it, but you said don't stand so close to me. I mean, you might as well say something like, I should have called the police, and then you can sing a little bit of don't stand so close to me. Yeah, yeah, I should have Don't stand so... Do it really awkwardly, like in your fashion. Don't stand so close to me. Other comments? I thought it was really funny. Just like the only thing that, which is something I thought I would do, was like when you when you're talking about Mrs. Doubtfire, mm -hmm. and you said um, he's a man that goes against his family's permission and cross dresses. Uh -huh. You paused for a bit, and I thought if you just paused for like a really uncomfortable time, so like that's the that's part. the punchline. Yeah, that's like funny. You, yeah. Uh huh. But then they just go on with the rest of the day. Yeah, yeah, that's a good point. Are we are we trying to give Natasha pointers on how to be more awkward? <laughs> <laughs> She's got that one down, yeah. bro. But no, it's great. No, I love it. It's like your gestalt is like this. It, I like it. It's like this very like. Ugh. So, it's one of my favorite big words. Do we have? A, yeah, go go up. Yeah. I don't know why I did that. Um, when, I just was thinking about the image of you when you're little. Were you also like loud and outgoing? Uh, kind of. I really like talking to adults. <laughs> Yeah, so that could be more like even in tim um, imitating yourself as like a little girl, like in like loud and with your voice and like <laughs> telling them facts or whatever could uh -huh. be another yeah. bit to you not getting stolen because yeah. it's it's a really funny concept and you seem outgoing on stage, so yeah. it seems like as a little girl you were probably also been. like really talky. That's so like funny. If maybe someone did try to steal you, you just talked <laughs> your ear off and they dropped you back off, you know? Hell yeah, that's hilarious. I like that. Thank you. 
Clap loudly for Natasha, yay! Yay, your next comedian. She's been running the board. She has a new show coming up on Fridays from 10 to noon called Cowards. Put your hands together, everybody, for Perry Borders! Why you're not speaking? How's it going, guys? Woo! Uh, my, my friend Bettina's here, so I'm gonna do old jokes, okay? You're welcome. Oh no, not old jokes. <laughs> I mean, I can, I can roast you. I think it'll be uncomfortable on the ride home though. Um, so I'll die young. Cause have you ever seen a tall grandma? <laughs> they do not exist. You're so funny by the way, I'm afraid to follow you. <laughs> um, yeah, I think we get taken away at a certain age. Like at 59, I'll be at the post office and they'll be like, uh, okay, so your total is 75 cents and your time is now. Like, okay, <laughs> I guess my time is now. Um, so I've been tall for a while now and I, I date a lot of short men. And, and short men do this really cute thing uh, where they pick you up even though they can't <laughs> physically at all pick you up. It's so fun. It's really great. I have never once asked to be picked up, yet it's happened like three times. So I don't know what vibe I'm giving off. I'm a large, like, don't pick me up. <laughs> um, I was having sex and uh, like, she, she knew me when I was like 12, so this might be strange saying this. I just realized, it's okay, we're fine. Um, <laughs> Um, and uh, I was like grinding on him. I'm gonna make eye contact with you the whole time. <laughs> and uh, later he told me that I broke his dick, but like not in a good, he wasn't like, you really broke my dick back there, babe. It was more like, uh, I'm gonna ghost you. Um, which is fine. My point is, Dicks are fragile little babies. Um, you could sock me in the vagina and I'll be, I'll be fine. I need a new spin on this because it's like everyone talks about how strong vaginas are that they give birth, so someone help me. <laughs> um, I worry that I'm, I'm uh, too dramatic with the speed of my windshield wipers and that people are judging me because of it. <laughs> from their cars <laughs> and they're like uh it's like drizzling outside why are you on the highest setting um no one pays attention to that at all i don't think so i i want to be as confident as a person who gets a massage in a mall because how vulnerable is that face down I mean, that is, also I wanna be as confident as the person who like starts the mosh pit. Someone's gotta start it. Have you guys thought of that? <laughs> but like, what if someone rejects you and they're like, dude, we're on the first song. Can you relax? Like, let it happen naturally. Um, what are the rules for women unbuttoning their pants in cars? <laughs> because I have to do it a lot. Um, High-waisted pants are <laughs> fucking, painful sometimes and I don't want to crease on my on my tummy so I'll unbutton my pants and then I have to zip them up and I'm parked and it's like 
No, you you can't masturbate like that. I, mean, I, I can't whip out my clit. <laughs> um, I'm a nanny, and I I worry that uh, that a kid is just gonna be like, oh, uh, Perry touched me. Like even after I said this was our thing. Okay, thank you. Fairy <laughs> Borders! So I think you should bring Bettina with you everywhere you go. That's the best set I've ever seen you do. Oh, okay. That was like, that was, no, it was you should just bring Bettina. Like it was like, it was all like super awesome. The tall joke worked. The pickup joke worked. Um, once I got to broke my dick, I feel like you can find something funnier than ghost. Like call the police. Oh, like, okay. He, I didn't break. Yeah. I didn't like break break my dick. He was like he called the police. I I don't know ghosting. I think you can find something funnier than that. I mean, it literally happened, but I'll but, change right, but, it. Yeah. Um. But, uh, just there's something funnier there, though. Yeah. Uh, and then, um, I think that the punchline to your joke is like, why do you need the wipers to go so fast? Why do I need the what? The wipers to go so fast. Like you talk about the oh. wipers and how fast they're going. You know what it is is. When the rain is fluctuating, I don't want to be behind. <laughs> okay, okay, I'll put that in. There's, and, and then I like your transition from whipping out your clit to the nanny thing. I think Thank that's you. cute. I try to connect those. Uh, comments. Um, I also really liked the wipers joke. I don't think you have to like undercut it at the end though and say like nobody notices that because it's really funny. Okay. And like I don't, so I just think you should drop that last piece because it's a mm. really good joke. Okay, thanks. Yeah. Thank you. Other comments? Clap wildly. Yay for Perry Border. <laughs> what would I do? Giving her time back to the room that's very sweet. Your next comedian. What an amazing human being runs open mics that means he has a soul put your hands together for hunter uniac what an entrance hunter uniac yay i was in the green room guys i was in the green room (laughs) how are we doing um i'm half white and half filipino and like I've been been getting really into my Filipino side lately, and, like, I'm starting to realize there's really nothing to get into, you know? Like, I've been looking through history, and I've realized there's no great, you know, historical Filipino figure. You know what I mean? Like, you guys can't think of any, can you? Exactly. Manny Pacquiao? Historical figure. Yeah. He, like, don't get me wrong, I'm gonna get into that, but, like, his entire career was based off getting second place. He's not that great. All right? But, um, no, like, I've been looking through his history, and, like, I get why, because, like, every great, you know figure in history has had to make a political speech or something that has rallied a nation. You know, John F. Kennedy with there's nothing to fear but fear itself. Winston Churchill with uh, we shall fight on the beaches. We shall fight in the landing fields. We shall never surrender. Those are things, you guys are into it right now. I'm, not my words, you know? But you guys are into it because you guys know it and it relevates with you, everybody. Imagine if a Filipino man made one of those speeches. Like imagine if a Filipino man made a uh, John F. Kennedy speech. There is nothing to fear but fear itself. Like, that's not going to get a nation around it. Imagine if Winston Churchill did his speech. We shall bite on the beaches. We shall bite on the landing fields. And we shall never surrender. You know, it's fucking weird. Like, even in, how do I put it? Even in, like, movies, you know, where, like, everything's amazing. Like, imagine if, um, 300. Th- we, uh, this is Sparta. This is Sparta. My talent is murder. It's like, no, you can't fucking take that voice seriously. You know what I mean? I'm Filipino. Fuck it. My relatives annoy me because they have the accent. 
it's just fucking weird. Like right now, the Filipino, um, the Philippines is going through this weird time. You know, they are, their president is going around killing fucking drug dealers. That goes against like everything. The UN should be on top of their asses right now. But they're not. Why? Because he made a press conference going, I'm going to murder other drug dealers. And fucking North Korea is just hugging the guy going, you're fucking adorable. You know, like I bet you he's just doing it with like an army of hairless Ewoks. Like it's that cute. You know? All right. Glad to know we're all bigots. You guys laughed a little bit too hardly at that, which means you affirmed it. Okay. Okay. Uh, I work at Five Guys. It's a piece of shit job, which means half of my coworkers are uh, illegal immigrants, so they don't speak English. And the other half of my coworkers are uh, high schoolers, so they don't speak English. You know, it fucking sucks. But I've been stuck on a register at work because like, I fucked up my pinky. Can't really do anything else. It's a kitchen. And uh, I hate it. Like, I did not realize how stupid humanity is until I've had to talk to like 100 people in 30 minutes. You know what I mean? Because like, when you go to a fucking place, you know exactly what you want. It's the same shit every fucking time. Like, why is it the um, pinnacle of mediocrity to have a fucking panic attack at the drive-in? You know, it's like, I, I don't know what I want. Bitch, the menu was like 10 blocks away. It's on your phone. You've been going here since you were 10 years old. Fucking remember your order. And then they're going on. It's like uh, every fucking time. The worst part too is like, I, I, you know, you're, you're putting a script with that shit. You know, like small fries, medium drink, what do you want? And like, I don't want to say anything because like, uh, would you like a medium, a large, or a small? And they're like, oh, that's a good question. How much is it? That was the, that honk was me going, go fuck yourself. Like it was an, an it was like an internal fucking bleep. I don't know. And so I was like, oh my God, I've gotten written up like three times at work though. I'm just going to leave it at that. <laughs> All right, that's my time. Let's go. All right. Hunter Uniac, hooray! Hates his job. Aww. Um, you, you. I really like your personality is developing more on stage, and I like how you're riffing and talking to people, and that stuff all works for me. You said relevates, and the word is resonates. Resonates, you're right. Yeah, sorry about that. I hate to be stuff. a grammar no, Nazi you. No, on you. <laughs> but um, and I feel like the fight on the beaches. I think that that you could just keep saying that over and over. That is fucking hilarious. Like you kept going, and I'm like, fight on the beaches is like the one. Just do the whole like segment, you guys are saying? Well, it's just a fight on the beaches. Okay. It's so funny. Like I want you to start talking about women and like whatever. Like Imelda Marcos has uh, five thousand pairs of shoes, but th- no one can eat or something. Or mm. that we're murder- and they're not just killing drug dealers; they're killing addicts too. Mm. Just, just that's right. That's right. Yeah. Just fact check. But very <laughs> funny. I enjoyed your whole set today. Oh, thank you. Uh, where is it that you work? Five guys. It's a, it's a burger place. Yeah. Where's? Yeah, no worries. Uh, but I, is there a get to the window want it right now yeah you're right like that that the yelling and then they turn around and like yell that it's not ready right now because they're waiting for fast food would be also yeah go down that road you're right way to hate them with you okay just for being indecisive (laughs) but then also being assholes you're right you're right fast food restaurant like of course they're assholes you know and their cars you can talk about either how nice or how shitty their cars are you're right we don't have a drive-thru though Oh, I assume yeah. that was that a drive-through that they. Well, no, I said drive-through. I said drive-through, but I lie through half of my jokes. Oh. Like, no, I don't. Well, but like, you know, just. Well, okay. No, but you're right. I'll, I can I can lie some more. They can they can. I can lie no, some more. They can throw a fit inside the restaurant yeah. that it's not happening fast enough once they finally fucking decide. It would be fun to know what music people are listening to when they come up to the drive-through, <laughs> and they're like fucking blasting. Just fucking heavy Nickelback metal. Nickelback or fucking Eminem or something, and you're like, of course. 
you said the thing about uh, high schoolers not speaking English. Yeah. Uh, you didn't elaborate on that. I just don't respect them. <laughs> okay. You 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 could uh, you could uh, elaborate on that a little more. I feel like I feel like if you do a, a high schoolers don't speak English because I get why 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 uh, you know the everyone else doesn't speak English, but the high schoolers you'd be like they do too much tech stuff. You make one said lol to me the other day like that. You're right. You could take that there. Yeah, I have friends that do that. You're right. Just lamau and they say, yeah, just like a slap. Yeah, something. Yeah. Lamau. <laughs> what is lamau? Laughing my ass off. Okay. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> I thought it was a cat thing. I was like, fuck, that's awesome. Are they spelling it wrong? It's like lamau. It's like a French cat or something. That's cool. Sorry, I'm old, so I don't <laughs> get that stuff. Uh, everybody clap wildly for Hunter Uniac. Yay! What's my name? Moving along here on the Joke Workshop, your next comedian's going to make you laugh. Put your hands together for Sarah Cooper. It's all good, though I'm rolling out. Oh. Hey, guys. What's up? Uh, people are saying that the problem with the internet is the comments, which is like saying the problem with the internet is most of the internet because 95% of the internet is comments. Uh, my friend Shelly posted the other day, I'm thinking about going to Belize for the summer and the comments were like, oh, Belize is beautiful. Don't go to Belize. I love Belizean food. It's Belzean food. Grammar Nazi, that's insensitive to Jewish people. My grandmother was Jewish. My grandmother is dead. You don't know me. Go fuck yourself. And it's just like... Shelly has no idea what to do now. And I think people are just kind of assholes in the comments because you can be anonymous. You know, it used to be that if someone was going to comment, you had to be somebody. But now you can comment and be literally nobody. Like, I read this awful comment to my husband the other day, and he's like, who said that? And I was like, this, this guy said it. I, I don't even know. Um, it also used to be that you had to comment on something that was worthy of being commented on. And now people comment on everything. You post a picture of like a Starbucks cup, 20 comments. You post a picture of like, this is what my face looks like today, you know, 80 comments. You post a picture of blackness that your phone took accidentally that sort of looks like the Mona Lisa and then you get 120 comments. It's just, it's just crazy. Um, but I, um, I, think that, uh, I think that people are saying like uh, we should get rid of the comments. Um, and I don't think that's true. Like sometimes I will read the comments before I look at the thing that people are commenting on. Sometimes I'll read the replies to the comments of the thing before I actually look at the thing. Sometimes I'll just look at the comments and never even get to the thing because I have read so many comments that I feel like I know what the thing is and I don't even need to look at it. So I feel like we don't need to get rid of the comments. I feel like we need to get rid of the thing because no one's really looking at the thing. So let's get rid of the thing, you know? And the whole, you just log onto the internet and it would be like, first, and you know, like, please go kill yourself. And why is this news? You know, and you'd be like, oh my God, who are these people and why are they yelling at each other? And it would be just be like, nobody's arguing about nothing. So it would be the same as it is today, pretty much. Um, you guys ever been in a comment war? Yeah, I've been in the shit. I've been in it, yeah. I think this is the closest I'll ever get to being in combat. Um, I, uh, I think that the most like heart 
pounding part of a comment war is when you're writing a response and that animation pops up that someone else is writing their response and you got to get your response in before they get their response in because their response could invalidate your response or it could be the same response that you get and then you have to like delete your response, you know? And I think that that's exactly what it was like in World War II, you know? It must have been. Um, my, uh, my, my friend on Facebook, she, uh, she voted for Trump and she posted this thing about how we all need to respect each other. And I, I just couldn't let it go. So I, I commented, I was like, you know, I'm an immigrant and you voted for Trump and it really just bothers me because of his treatment of immigrants. And I was just like hoping she wouldn't respond. And then I got that like red notification and it said, Jessica has responded to your comment. And I was just like freaking out. And I looked and the comment was this long. And it's like, when a comment is this long, you know there's a lot of bullshit in it. Um, and it was just like a bingo card of white guilt. It was like, Sarah, I don't know if you know this about me, but my grandmother was Cherokee. And, um, and uh, my nanny is from Guatemala. And um, my goddaughter is half black. So um, that's why I voted for Trump. And uh, you know, I don't think you should unfriend someone just for being ignorant, but I did anyway. And uh, I don't know who won that comment war. It's like we both lost something that day. Uh, she lost a friend and I lost, uh, not sure how to end that joke. Uh, so <laughs> uh, yeah, that's uh, yeah, that's all I have. Thank you guys. Yay! Sarah Cooper, hooray, hooray. Looks like Allison's got comments right off the bat there. Joke. I, I think you should go on and really like do the whole paragraph, the white guilt paragraph. Okay. Because it's so funny to do her voice and all the little tags that inside of it, you know. Okay. And I think you have beautiful skin. You know, like all the things <laughs> yes. she said in the voice that you're doing of her, it's really good. Well, she did say, we are a nation of immigrants. She said that, yeah. so. If only my braids would stay. <laughs> um, I yeah. think there was an opportunity you said, nobody's yelling about nothing. And then there's a punchline after that. Okay. Do you know what I mean? Like, because you went on and I feel like, and everyone kind of chuckled because we know there's something more there, but you're like, nobody's yelling about nothing. And this is your opportunity to be clever and be like. Well, that's, what, that's when I said, so it'd be just like the internet is right now, but. Oh, okay. Uh, I didn't, I, would, I thought you were just kind of talking. I saw that as a throwaway. I didn't yeah. see that as like your actual. That, that was kind of my point was that like, it would be like we're all just yelling about nothing, which is exactly what we're doing now. That's but there's, kind of how there's got to be a cute way or a turn of phrase to be yeah. able to term that, like something really original and yeah. cool. That's yeah. Like, like if you have any, well, I know idea. I just, I put, <laughs> I put nobody's yelling about nothing. Ellipses punchline. <laughs> so that was, I'm just going to say punchline. Yeah. Insert punchline. Here. Punch, yeah. Actually, when you were doing that joke, I kept thinking of what's the real life example, like that's out of the internet that you're going to use on that. But I couldn't think of any on what part. Just like getting rid of the actual thing and then there's just the comments. Oh, okay. What is that in your marriage or like getting rid of your husband and then there's just the texting. <laughs> just, I don't know. Just the me and my mom talking about something. That, <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. Like that's a bad example, but um, taking it out of what you mean and mm -hmm. showing the absurdity of the internet through like a real life example. Cool. Maybe we yeah, that. I like that idea. But I couldn't think of anything, so that's why. The, the other place I think you could have a funny tag is when you do, you're doing a one, two, three and you say a black picture that your phone took of the inside of your pocket or whatever. But I feel like that's an opportunity for you to start like a black picture of a black bear at night or okay. it was a white picture of like, mm -hmm. I feel like that's a place to be clever. That obviously is not clever. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. I think that that's an yeah. opportunity, especially if it's a black picture, it could just be an underdeveloped 
porn. I mean, I, I, I mean, my, of yeah. course, my head goes to like naked people, but that's my problem, <laughs> <Okay>. not yours. <laughs> like, but the picture can be anything, right? Okay, yeah. Okay. <laughs> awesome. Sorry. Thank you, guys. Yay, Sarah Cooper. Yay. <laughs> Yeah, everybody turn around and clap wildly for Perry Border. She's doing a great job on the board tonight. She's learning. She's new. She has a new show coming up on Fridays, 10 to noon, called Cowards. Your next comedian, what a funny lady she is. She's part of hashtag hella funny. You can see her at Cobbs and Punchline all the time. Clap your hands wildly for Allison Hooker. Oh, yeah. Thanks, guys. Happy Monday. Painful, right? I also paid my taxes today, which fucking sucked. <laughs> Was anyone else raised in like a confusing Christian home? <laughs> Pam? Yeah. Yeah, it was just confusing, you know, because like all growing up, my mom always taught me that my body is a temple. But then she also taught me everybody's welcome in church. <laughs> just confusing. Um, in the midst of all this hashtag me too stuff, my boyfriend wanted to have a conversation about consent. And I was like, baby, I'm consenting all the time. <laughs> Now, like, if you guys don't know me, I'm, I'm really forward. Like, I'm very clear in my consent, too. I'll be like, this post-pubescent pussy's in the mood for that wiener. You know, like, really clear, very, or like, come on down to the quick and easy. Like, it's not, uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, he's like, that's what I want to talk about. <laughs> yeah, it turns out, you guys, my consent, really, to him, is feeling like assault. That was it. That was the punchline, you guys. That was, <laughs> that's the funny part. Thank you. Uh, I got nagged the other day, ladies. If you do, you ever get nagged? Do you know what that is? Yeah, you've been nagged. Yeah. What do you have it off the top of your head? What did he say? Um, like your voice isn't that annoying. Or something. Yeah, your voice isn't that annoying. Yeah. No, this guy walked up to me and he goes, "I usually talk to girls that are younger, <laughs> but you have a nice body. It looks like you work on it too hard." <laughs> and immediately, I was just like, "Oh my god." I want him in my mouth, you know? <laughs> then I had to, you know, just collect myself, get off my knees and be like, no, that was rude. Um, I guess that's all I got. I forgot where I was going with that. So yeah, fuck that. Oh yeah, guys, we don't need you to nag us because women, we're like hard enough on ourselves. Like, women say, women will find things, like work at finding something wrong with them. Like I was hanging out with a bunch of women the other day and one's like, my fingers are chubby below the knuckles. <laughs> you know, like I have wrinkles on the back of my neck. Like I have a terrible personality. I'm like, girls, none of these things matter. You know, just be easy on yourselves. Uh, I was in an all female show the other day and this girl was on stage just kind of like going on and on about how her boyfriend comes too fast. I was just in the audience like, getting fucking jealous. <laughs> Comes too fast. Are you kidding me? This guy sounds like a fucking dream. Like we get that out of the way, we can focus on pleasing me, <laughs> listening to me talk, you know? <laughs> that would be like me coming up here and telling you one joke and getting a standing ovation. Um, Perry brought up how strong the vagina is. Actually, I almost got hit by a car today because this guy was coming around a corner yelling out of his window like, pussy, to another guy, and he almost hit me. <laughs> but the thing I was most annoyed about was the, his use of the word pussy because I was like, dude, <laughs> you're trying to call that guy weak by calling him a pussy. Like, that's some bullshit right there. Like, if you really want to call someone weak, you should probably call him a ball sack. <laughs> 
for the women in the room. I don't know if you've met one recently. Um, but you touch these things like kind of ever so slightly, but at just the wrong angle. It's like, oh God. <laughs> I'm like, dude, it's kind of a poor design. It's just hanging about, you know? I don't know, put a rib cage around it or something. <laughs> Make for a cute little skeleton. <laughs> but yeah, I agree with you. Pussies are really tough. I and mean, worst case scenario, a fucking human head comes out of it. Oh, you guys always make my Monday better. Thank you so much. Allison Hooker. Oh, Yay. yeah, and don't forget to tip $2, guys. Oh, I forgot to say that at the beginning, yeah. Uh, Makes a nice difference to keep this place it, it, open. It does. We love being here. Thank it's you. It's a supportive for, room. Thank you for reminding me. I'm terrible about asking people for the money that I need because I did just pay my taxes today, too. Oh, my God, it was terrible. <laughs> it was so awful. And they take directly out of your... They're like, would you like to give us your routing numbers and all of your numbers of your... <laughs> I was like, not sure, credit card. Yes. And they're like, an extra 56 bucks. I was like, fuck you. Here's my routing number. Yeah, here's yeah. Exactly. Like, I was pissed. Just take it straight out, okay? Everything's gonna I be okay. Know. Also, Mercury's out of retrograde as, as of yesterday, so things should be okay. I have no notes for you. Everything was brilliant. Super funny. The only thing I would say is that everything is sexual and that if you get caught doing all sexual jokes, people could think of you in that one specific way. So, yeah. and you're, I mean, but you are so clever and smart, so I just wouldn't want anybody to be like, yeah. oh yeah, that's Allison Hooker, the hooker who talks about sex all the time. It's true, I but, do. Yeah. But, but you're super smart, so yeah. I, like if you want to challenge yourself, I'd try to like write something that doesn't involve balls. Although it's funny. I mean, like yeah, everything yeah. you did today was great. I laughed. Hyster I have no notes. I think everything was super funny. The tiny rib yeah, cage. Right. Uh, all, I mean, all the stuff. It was, all the tags are great. <laughs> Thanks, Pam. Yeah. Make me feel so good. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I think it was great too. Uh, it was really funny. Uh, just the one thing, the, the pussies are strong balls. Uh, it's been done before. It's, um, I looked it up because someone said it was a meme that Betty White said, and I'm like, that's not true at mm -hmm. all. And then I look in someone that, uh, was, I think it says it was a Sheng Wang joke. With the ball sack? Yeah. With mm. the balls are weak, pussies are strong thing. It, mm. it was kind of similar. I just want to. What's that? Uh, it was just, it was. You know, just want to let you know it's parallel okay. banking. It's cool. Been done before. All right. Thanks. Oh, angels come I on. really like your set and I like your presence on stage. Like, you're very animated, which I think is cool. Um, I think the ball sack, though, is a little bit different. Just because, like, when you said it, I thought you were going to talk about, like, penises. But I think if it's specific to the ball sack, I don't know. I think that's pretty funny. Yeah, I... I don't know if that's been done. I don't with the ball sack specifically or just penises. Like pussies being no, strong. I know it's that mic three just one. keeps ringing. It's I mean it's it's a hard thing the parallel thinking. I mean I always use the example of chastity, cha um, the chastity pelt, and I thought I was the most brilliant person alive, and I was like I never shave I got a chastity pelt, and then someone else had the same joke, and I'm like fuck. <laughs> I know. I thought I was you know. But, I mean, and some people Google their jokes and they're like, oh, fuck, that exists. I, I never Google my stuff because I just don't want to know. I'd rather just keep believing that I'm like an independent <laughs> <I know>. thinker. <laughs> like, oh, but any other comments? Yay, clap wildly. Yay, Alison Hooker. Yay. Hooray, we're coming down to your last three comedians. Your thanks for sticking fast here with... Joke Workshop here on Mutiny Radio. Your next comedian, super funny lady, getting married in like a week. Uh, will she tell jokes at her wedding? Who knows? Put your hands together for Angel Weaver. Girl, blue, berry, rock, and full of sunshine. 
Um, I am getting married. I'm getting married on Saturday, which is crazy that I'm here. So <laughs> there's that. No, I am getting married. I found the one. Uh, black guy in San Francisco, that is. I found him. He's mine. Uh, but I am getting married. I've been thinking a lot about marriage and like weddings. And I'm like, it's a lot like gambling when you think about it. Like, you're throwing a ton of money away. There's only a small chance that you're going to be good at it. And the people having the most fun are usually cheating. Like, I think. <laughs> I think, that's part, I think that's part of it. But no, when I tell people I'm getting married, they're like, oh my gosh, marriage is going to be so hard. It's so hard. 50% of marriages end in divorce, fun fact. And I was like, yeah, well, you know what's hard? Paying San Francisco rent on a single income. That's hard. So I will take my 50% chance for a 50% discount. I'm, I'm, I'm fine with that. Uh, another interesting thing about getting married is that you become the go-to person for your friends if, as far as like relationship advice, which I think is crazy. Like to be the go-to person for relationship advice, you just have to have done the one, right? Like just one. Like, yeah, because one guy is like, hey, I want to do you for the rest of my life. Forget the 50 guys who think I'm a psychopathic bitch, right? <laughs> like they don't matter anymore. I have all the opinions. Um... <laughs> <laughs> What's also cool is like my or my soon to be oh wow my husband oh, I'm gonna say that soon. Um, <laughs> uh, my fiance. What's interesting about him is he has a really subtle way about letting me know when he wants to have sex. It's very subtle. He just sort of takes my hand, um, puts it right on his dick. It's very, very subtle. So I've started doing that same thing to him. Like when I have to take a shit, I just sort of take his hand and put it right on my stomach. <laughs> like, you feel that? That's a fart, baby. That's what that is. Uh, or when I'm about to get my period, I like take his hand and I put it right on my boobs. And I'm like, you feel how big they are? <laughs> That's because they swell up before I'm about to bleed. <laughs> Nothing more confusing to a man than taking his hand and putting it on your titties, only to tell him you're going to be out of service for the next seven days. <laughs> he did not like that. Oh, it's all my marriage material. I've been writing some stuff because I want to talk about marriage on stage because I think it's cool. So I think I'll, I'll end there, even though I'm not at my time. If that's cool. Angel Weaver, giving your time back to the room. Yay. Um, the gambling joke I have a smiley face by, the rent joke I have a smiley face by. The only thing I would say is that the feeling of fart, if you want to put a funny word in there, the word is palpate. That's the technical term. So like if you palpate your lower area, you can actually like feel the poo in your intestines. But it's like what doctors do. No, but it's it's just a, it's just a, it's just a medical term that'll make it funnier just because it's so specific. Yeah. The word is palpate. Okay. <laughs> that's, cool. so that's all I got for you. Everything else is great. Yeah, the gambling thing is so funny. Oh, thank you. And the finding the one black guy in San Francisco <laughs> is hilarious. The one. Yeah. Um, the last joke, I feel like it's a little confusing because he's asking you for something by putting your hand there. Like, it'd be funnier if you found things that you were asking him for rather mm. than just showing him physical things about you, yeah. even though I get it because the erection or whatever, but yeah. like, it'd be funnier for you to be like, physically asking for things that, that doesn't make any sense, but no, again, I, I don't have I like the, like the joke. Like, 
gotta be funny visuals though of like physically making someone know what you want yeah yeah. right if you're touching your what is something you would put on your like yeah if you touched your boob what would go on there like i mean a diamond brooch is old and sad that makes no sense but what else like what else do you attach i mean that's the cute thing to think about yeah i like that yeah it's a good idea uh, I think I think there could be some funny comparisons. To, mm-hmm. You said uh, putting a hand on the boob. That that's one I'm about to. Would you say? Uh, bleed. Bleed. Okay. <laughs> uh, I think you could like make some like metaphors to like filling up and then everything coming out. Like I'm like a sponge. Like <laughs> I get bigger and then it all comes. Or like I'm I'm like a penis. Like uh-huh. I get bigger before it all just comes out. Comes right out. Yeah. I like that. You can do something like that. Okay. Yeah, it's so tender. <laughs> they are. They are, actually. Uh, okay, thanks, everyone. Yay! Angel Weaver! Hooray! We're coming down to your last two. Your next comedian has an impossibly interesting name. Uh, everybody, put your hands together for Kevin working the Nine Inch Burner. Thank you very much. Yeah, good job. First try. First try. Correct <laughs> pronunciation. Uh, I'm Kevin Workheiser. Just a, just a few. Um, how's everybody feeling tonight? This afternoon, evening? Yeah, I'm feeling pretty clap, clap, clap. Um, uh, you were talking about marriage. I'm a very big proponent of marriage. Not because of like the security or like the companionship, but uh, life hack, it's the only way you can get divorced. And divorce is amazing. <laughs> Anybody divorced? Yeah, right? Right. Uh, yeah, it's cool when you put your phone in your pocket and then you lose your note. It's all good. Uh, so, uh, if you don't believe me, look at the person next to you. One, two, one, two. Look to your, over there. All right, you guys are now married. All right, now you're divorced. Right? <laughs> Uh, but uh, as nice as being divorced is or getting divorced is being divorced and dating around here is a little rough because there's kind of like a lot of complaints of Peter Pan syndrome among boys among men that they you know never grow up lost boys Uh, and uh, I'm divorced I have a daughter and so when I'm on the dates they're like oh wow you you really seem like a grown-up I'm like yeah um, yeah, there's, there's reasons for that. Um, one of which is, uh, you know, uh, I, I, you know, my daughter's in high school, uh, and I always like overanalyze dates and I'm like, oh, what should I have said? Should I have said, you know, should I have been funnier? Should I have been like turning up the heat a little bit? Uh, but, uh, when the mistake is, uh, you had the life you've had, it's hard to bounce back from. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> I, was, I was doing great. And then she was just like, oh, I see. You are who you are. Uh, but uh, I was hanging out with somebody and she was saying uh, that she would never date somebody with a kid because then there's always someone that you love more than her, which uh, is a little dark. Um, but uh, I said, yeah. Oh, that's not my daughter. That's the girl I dated when I was 17. I, I, I told her I'd love her the most forever. You, I can't go back on that. Don't we all love somebody that, we, that we're not currently dating more? 
Uh, I got bullied a lot as a kid. Um, for example, I had a bully who was in a wheelchair. That was a pretty easy target. Uh, it's a little rough when you realize that you are going to give in to whatever this kid wants, even though all you have to do is like go up the stairs to your apartment. <laughs> you just have to step over him. But it's like, it's awkward. Like if you start that fight and you lose, it's bad. If you start the fight and you win, it's bad. Uh, but uh, uh, I thought those days were like, were done. I thought my bullying days were just for kid times. But uh, then I had my car stolen. Uh, and then two weeks later, I got it back. Good, good condition. Same day, stolen again. As soon as I moved it in front of my house. Uh, and I thought, oh my God, it's the, it's the same guy. I'm just being bullied again. He's like, oh, you want this car? You want this car? No, you can't have it. Can't have it. Can't have it. Uh, then I was like, that's ridiculous. You know, a couple of weeks later, it comes back again. Uh, they'd taken everything, uh, taken the jumper cables, taken, you know, whatever the Al Franken book that I had from before it was gross when it was just embarrassing. Uh, and, uh, they took the condoms out of the glove compartment, but they did replace them with larger condoms. It's a true story. Uh, so that's a bully, right? That's a bully. Uh, uh, you guys, you're old enough to remember Looney Tunes. You watch the, uh, you know, the one with the, the singing frog only performs when no one is around. That's about impotence, right? Just to, uh, for a friend, that's about impotence. Because, like, you know, it's all great. It's, it, you'd think it would give so many people so much pleasure, but my dick just will not sing if anyone's in the room. All right, that's it. Thanks. <laughs> How about calling it Morty Yay, Kevin Workizer. Hello, my baby. Hello, my darling. <laughs> Hello, my ragtime girl. Uh, I only have I have two questions. One, why do you date ladies with such low self-esteem? <laughs> like, who, who else is going out? Yeah, okay. Uh, but with the love you more thing, there's a tag in there, I would think. Because if someone's asking you that, then you have bigger fish to fry than that question. Like, you've got, there are problems deeper. Uh, and then, uh, what did the wheelchair bully do to you? Because uh, I feel like there's a whole list of hilarity nothing, in there. Just like, being a bully. All you have to do is show up and stare somebody down, block the stairs. But I feel like there's that's an <laughs> yeah, opportunity yeah. for you to write into it. Like, for sure. Like, like, he took his wheelchair and he blocked you from the stairs and you tried to use the elevator, but you couldn't. And everyone thought you were retarded because you you were using the elevator because he wouldn't let you use the stairs. I don't know. Okay. I'm just trying to all make right. shit up off the top of my dome. All right. All right. All right. <laughs> Thanks. Uh, I really think that, um, yeah, the comment about like, I hope they don't have kids because I don't want them to love. I think that's so weird. I really wanted you to talk about that more. I was like, because you kind of switched to your love, which is right, cool right, too. Right. But I just thought like, what a weirdo. Like, yeah. <laughs> I mean, that, that checks out. Um, <laughs> And then also, I think I think it's implied throughout your jokes, but you don't actually say I'm divorced until like a couple minutes in. Uh-huh. So for a little bit, I was like, why does he like divorce so much? Like, right, right, right. So sure. maybe if yeah. you just say it earlier. Thanks. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. All right. Thanks. Any other everybody. comments? Any other comments? All right. Clap wildly oh, God, for Kevin. Work, guys. Are. <laughs>
everyone leaves their notebooks. We have 50 notes. Just leave it wherever and they'll come back and get it or they won't. I don't know. what We're going to steal the joys, the gems, the fucking pearls of wisdom. I've looked through these things. I've tried to figure out what they say, but the problem is most comedians never graduated from high school and they don't know what else to do with their lives and so they can't write a complete sentence. That is unlike your next comedian. Uh, he is... No, no. He like... He's a smarty pants. Uh, he's so put together and uh, and he was the guest host on Bamtastic's Comedy Clubhouse last week and did a great job. Despite chaos, he held it all down because there is always chaos. But not for your next comedian. Put your hands together for Max Moachanin. Yay! I'm, I'm put together. That's pretty cool. I'm down with that rib cage idea. Like I... <laughs> Like I think Angel, I think that's the real reason why your fiance put his hand, your hand down there. He was like, "This could use a rib cage, don't you think?" Like I'm, I, uh, I was talking to a friend of mine the other day, and he used that expression: "Those in glass houses shouldn't throw stones." And I was like, if I lived in a glass house, not being able to throw stones would be the least of my concerns. I'd be like, how am I going to go to the bathroom in private, you know? Or like, or like the curtains for this place are going to cost a fortune. Like I need, I need curtains for the ceiling. Do they even make that? I don't think they even make that. And, like, I wouldn't be able to participate in knock-knock jokes, you know, because my front door's made out of glass. I already know who's there. I don't have to ask. Like, <laughs> I'd be like, knock-knock, and I'd be like, I can already see that you're an orange. Like, <laughs> like just, <laughs> come on in and help yourself to a banana. <laughs> uh, speaking of food, uh, do you guys have any favorite foods? Nobody? <laughs> What's one? Uh, okay, that's a favorite one. I uh, I like raisins. Um, <laughs> all right, that was supposed to be a funny, but all right. <laughs> I, uh, <laughs> raisins are like kind old ladies. Like they may be dry, wrinkly, and commonly associated with irregular bowel movements, but they're also incredibly sweet. All right, okay. <laughs> you know what I don't like? Uh, unsweetened cocoa powder. Unsweetened cocoa powder is like an attractive young woman who doesn't get what she wants. Like it may look nice, but it is bitter. Like, uh, all right, what else did I have? I, uh, so I, I like to read. I'm a big fan. I uh, I go to Berkeley Public Library a lot. Berkeley Public Library looks like what a Barnes and Noble would look like during a zombie apocalypse. Like there's books everywhere, and you're like, I'm pretty sure these people will bite me if they get the chance. But uh. One time I was there, I, I decided to check out that book, The Art of the Deal, because uh, I'm open-minded, all right, San Francisco? I wanted to see what was up. Uh, the Art of the Deal is Donald Trump's autobiography written by Tony Schwartz, in case you didn't. <laughs> I, <laughs> I'm not like a Trump supporter. I just kind of, I like reading. I want to check it out. And uh, plus, now I'm like really good at making deals. Like, <laughs> like I returned the book late, and the lady was like, that'll be 75 cents in late fees. And I was like, that's what you think. Like, <laughs> I just, I, I'm going to negotiate that down. I felt like I had something else I wanted to try, but I feel like I forgot. So I might just end there. <laughs> All right. Thank you, everybody. I appreciate it. Max Morgenine. Cutting out early. Like, uh, you never cut out early. You had, a, you had a whole minute and 30 left whole minute but everybody wants to watch the warrior game well it, i mean but still nice. fuck them it was your time you know like and, I did and you $5 waited dollars instead of and you did wait <laughs> you did you did you waited through everybody so you should never cut your time you know
I mean, you, I mean, if you want to cut your time, cut your, I just, I, I just, I, I keep going till they give me the finger every time. And if I miss it, I just keep like, seriously, I, I never give up time. I don't know how other people feel about that, but I never give up time. But maybe you just feel nervous. I don't know what's going yeah, on. I haven't gotten to that point in my life where I have the confidence to let people give me the finger. It, <laughs> it hurts too much. Like, I'm not, I'm not there yet. Someday. <laughs> Allison, did you have things to say? You went up to a... Yeah, the, the art of the deal and to returning it late with the 75-cent fee, you got to, like, because he's so bad at negotiating and he'll... And a nuclear war before her actually make a proper deal. Right. So it would be a really funny metaphor if that library seventy five cents fee just turned into a catastrophe. Oh, uh, like I ended up paying like two dollars or something. No, <laughs> way worse than pay, having to pay. Like you end up working at the library. Yeah, you end up causing such a scene that you get taken out of there and then you're fined and you like uh, something like because you read the book, you're like this is what the book said. Yeah, I, I just think that'd be funny to shit all over his terrible. Uh, tactics okay, like I, you know now yeah because i'm thinking like it, it would look like if i got really angry i would actually fit in at berkeley public library <laughs> like, uh, anyway. yeah just to piggyback off that i think that if you have an impression of trump and you started to like do that and like in, to talk about this fee that you're trying to negotiate down i think that might be pretty funny to act it out okay that's a good idea too. can you do a trump impression Probably not. You want to try? Like you're not. You're not an act out kind of guy. Is that uncomfortable for you? That's not something you ever want to do. It's like it'll it'll come around the same time. I'm comfortable getting the finger. I think. <laughs> <laughs> he's, he's dry. Oh, more more comments. Out, I think it could also be a funny callback to say that again I'm not a Trump supporter because <laughs> I really liked how you tried to justify that. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Hey, everybody, this has been a lot of fun. Oh, clap wildly for Max Mawtonine. Yay! Well, this has been a really lovely joke workshop. It's only 724. We can all run to the game and see the Warriors hopefully win by 20 points again. If in the third quarter they're up by 20, I'm going to delirium because I'm supposedly booked there. But I was like, you know, if it's a close game, fuck it. <laughs> Either way, I will be drunk. Thanks again to Perry Borders for running the board. And thanks to all of you guys for staying this late. Yay! Bye. See you next week. of swimming through a sea of podcasts. Are ye on a raft without a patter? 
will gather around me sea dogs and get aboard me pirate ship as we set sail for the seas of mutiny radio.fm. From there, you can captain your own pirate ship as you sail through over 44 different shows for all of your listening pleasures. They've got live comedy to small business advice, LGBTQ friendly to sports, vinyl to gutter punk. Mutiny Radio.fm has the best programming the Internet Ocean has to offer you. I bet my peg leg on it, or I ain't scurvy shit face McRat. <laughs> Hey everybody, listen to the Weekly Review with Roman every Friday from noon to 2pm. This is an unapologetically anti-capitalist program. We interview community organizers, activists, and artists. We talk about ways you can take action right now. So listen in to the Weekly Review every Friday from noon to 2pm. brings you visual and auditory mind control. For the best graphic design, physical merchandise, and live music promotion, go to www.subliminalsf.com and check out their hilarious t-shirts and super cool bands at clubs and bars all over the Bay Area. Subliminal SF creates amazing flyers, posters, and design for every need. So go now to www.subliminalsf.com and experience what this wonderful local business has to offer. Good evening there, my friends here at MutinyRadio.fm. Chester Cashcock here, and giving you my love and regard as well as movies over there. And uh, I just wanted to let you guys know that any time I go swimming in my vault of rare coins and piles and piles of filthy cash, I can't help but listen to Pamtastic's Comedy Clubhouse every Friday from 8 to 10 p.m. I mean, if anyone who knows anything about comedy knows that Pamtastic's books the best of San Francisco and Beyond's Underground Comics. It's a great showcase, and they have a a fun time at Pamtastic's deep in the Mission District, where you can laugh off your tushy for a mere five dollars every Friday to ten p.m. And I laugh because five dollars—I mean, that's what I use to wipe my tushy with. So to laugh it off for a mere five dollars is indubitious. But if you can't make it to Mutiny Radio, well, don't even worry. Don't fret at all. You can simply download the podcast post-show and giggle in the comfort of anywhere. Like your Aspen summer home on the mountain ridge with the kayak feeling. So then all you got to do is just go to podcastics.pcrcollective.org slash comedy clubhouse. Or you can listen live every Friday from 8 to 10 p.m. as your host Pam Benjamin brings you the best comedy from San Francisco and beyond the universe. And what's better than the universe? It's a cash cock, honey. (laughs) Well, hello, boys and girls. You know what a password is. That's a secret word that soldiers would use to get past the sentry and up to the front. Well, here's a password that gets you up to the front in all the right places. It's cannabis energy. 
It seems the faster you go, the more cannabis energy you need. So if you want to win, you have to have lots of cannabis energy. And the swellest way I know to get it is just by using Green Army Skincare. Boy, they're just crammed full of cannabis energy. There are more cannabis energy units in one lip balm tube than you use circling the base ten times or when you ride your bike four miles across the city. And it's fast acting. Why, no sooner that you apply some balm to your mouth or pain areas, you practically feel the new strength in your muscles. And what's more, Green Army Skincare is a good, wholesome product. They're made with body-nourishing cannabis and other natural ingredients. So go out there today and pick up some Green Army Skincare products from your local cannabis procurement center. Join the GreenArmy.com. Hey, ladies and gentlemen, we'd like to invite you down to Bender's Bar and Grill in the heart of the Mission District in San Francisco at 806 South Van Ness. Uh, we've got great food by our kitchen counter offer, burgers, tater tots, tachos, corn dogs, all sorts of good stuff like that. They're open from opening until 11 p.m. most days of the week, except Saturday. Uh, every Saturday night, we've got live rock and roll, some of the best local bands in San Francisco, and touring acts as well. Come on down, 10 p.m., rock and roll, only night of the week. We have a $5 cover charge, always 5 bucks for live rock and roll. We're open from 4 p.m. until 2 a.m., Monday through Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, 2 to 2. Come on down, have some drinks with us. We've got Whiskey Wednesday, Tequila Tuesday, and we've always got the Steve McQueen special. Shot a bullet bourbon and a can of California lager for 8 bucks. Come down and enjoy our patio. It's open uh, in the afternoon, not really in the evening, but a lot of good folks hanging out back there. Come on down, give us a shout. Drop by the bar, make some friends. Thanks, folks. Bender's Bar and Grill in the heart of the Mission District, San Francisco, California. With a happy hour every Monday through Friday until 7 p.m. Don't miss it. Go to Bender's Bar. Big supporter of the Mutiny Radio Comedy Festival 2018. Yeah, it goes down. Come smoke with your boy. Grinder. Spark is San Francisco's premier cannabis dispensary with a focus on serving and educating patients for seven years. Spark is dedicated to creating the best in-store experience with its extensive menu, friendly staff, and one of the few cannabis vape lounges in San Francisco. Spark welcomes you to visit its two great locations as a medical patient or for recreational adult use in 2018. Spark is located at 1256 Mission Street between 8th and 9th and at 473 Haight Street at Fillmore. Both locations are open until 10 p.m. every night. Spark staff looks forward to serving you. Rainbow Grocery, a worker-owned and operated food cooperative located at 1745 Folsom Street in the Mission District of San Francisco. Let's hear what locals have to say about Rainbow Grocery. Their bulk section is dope AF. I love their, their variety of cheese and home decor items uh, and this 
of unique items that you can't find anywhere else. Their cheese section is insane. I love Rainbow Grocery because it's the number one grocery store to shop at when you're having a potluck and need to fulfill everyone's dietary needs. They don't have meat. Rainbow Grocery Cooperative, an amazing San Francisco staple since 1975. For all your space chicken sci-fi comedy non-political humor needs, go to timstesseract.com. Read fiction about the future of San Francisco after the water wars of 2121 in Jane 6. Ask a Jedi for important life hacks. Eat flesh with the bear exoskeleton Contessa. And check your horror horoscope on Horoscopia. Updated every three parsecs. Timstesseract.com Timstesseract.com Want to be a comic? It's not as easy as we make it look, but that's because Mutiny Radio has eight hours a week of open mic stage time for all your comedy workout needs. Strain those improv muscles every Sunday from four to six at Getting Sketchy with David Stolowitz. Press out those new jokes every Monday, six to eight on Joke Workshop with four minute sets and four minute critiques from everyone. Get by host Pam Benjamin. Pump those dick jokes every Thursday, 7 to 9, with True Hustle Thursdays. Hashtag THC. That's hashtag THC. You want more open mics? Fridays, 6 to 8. Happy hour with guest host and George D. Smith. Pew, pew, pew. Four open mics every week at Mutiny Radio, brother. Asiento. Come in after work and take a seat at Asiento, a great place to meet friends, have delicious tapas and drinks, and relax with your neighbors. Located at Bryant and 21st Street in the Deep Mission, Kitty Corner Block from Mutiny Radio. Come and get a drink during the comedy festival and enjoy happy hour pricing all night long with your festival ticket. A great neighborhood bar. Come take a seat at Asiento. The Roxy Theater is San Francisco's favorite nonprofit art house cinema, bringing you the best, coolest, weirdest, most thought-provoking movies of the past, present, and future. Hands down, there is no better way to get your film fix than at this legendary historic theater. Visit www.roxy.com. That's www.roxie.com today for showtimes and tickets. Everybody should listen to Mutiny Radio at mutinyradio.fm. It's a great place to listen to crazy things. How can you say that? I knew you wouldn't understand. For you, it's all about the rating. 
Let's go pillage, you say. But we never spent any time working on building our clan. Oh, come on. We need to build a good amount of gold before we can think about putting a down payment on that clan hall. That's always your excuse. I'm done. I'm logging off. Rose disconnects from the server and pushes back from her keyboard. Jack turns around on his uh, swivel chair behind her. Uh, my line. Oh, uh, what the hell, Rose? What? I'm done investing time in that relationship. Oh, uh, fine. World of Warcraft is old anyway. Wait, what are you doing? Rose puts on her VR headset. I'm logging on to VR Second Life. Uh, Jack puts on his VR headset also. VR Jack, I'm leaving you. What? Why? All you ever want to do is have VR sex. So? I need something more. Is this about that VR house you keep bugging me for? What if it is? I told you, I can't afford the Bitcoin. Goodbye, Jack. George, welcome to the FTW show with your pals, George and Steve. How you doing, buddy? I'm hanging in there, man. You know, far out. Oh, weekend, huh? Yeah. Yeah, what a weekend. Ooh, weekend painted it green for you and for me, but in different ways, right? I would think so, yes. <laughs> George was lucky enough to work uh, all weekend, uh, yeah. which means a nice little paycheck for him. And yeah, I was threw, lucky enough uh, to... Uh, two hours overtime at me on a Thursday as well, so it's double time, double time weekend, baby. Heck Yeah. Hell yeah. Thank you, Angel Man. Um, yeah, he might right be coming on, on the show tonight, right? Yeah, sure. <laughs> you never know. The Wheelie King himself. He said, what are, what are we going to do, George? I said, well, Steve's going to be there, too. He's all, oh, fuck that. 
<laughs> Just like I everybody else. Well, doesn't he? Everybody I know says that shit to me. <laughs> Why you hang out with that guy? I can't picture that. So I don't hang out with him. We just spent two hours together on a Monday night. And that's it. That's kind of our whole friendship. Until <laughs> <laughs> some asshole with a green beard comes up and tries to hug you in the middle of fucking public. What's up, bro? <laughs> just like you, I got a green beard. Where's my green bearded brother? <laughs> See, I walked in a little St. Patty's Day parade weekend uh, and wore a green beard as well as a lovely green, well, hat. What else would I have? Oh, a green shirt on. Yeah. It was a painted beard. Okay, spray paint, yeah. I looked like AstroTurf, though. I got that from more than one person. It looked more like fungus to me. They thought it was impeccable. It was like Probably algae. the best ever. It was like algae. Well, yeah, it was too. so good. They said, why is Steve trying to fill in for you with the beard, man? What's that all about? I said, sorry, guys. I got to work, and I had to shave, so I don't have a beard. I've got barely any face stubble right now. It's true. Truth. Yeah. Truth. It's true. He's not lying this time. So welcome to FTW on uh, the Mutiny Radio Station. Uh, March 19th show, if you'd like to call in. San Francisco, California. <laughs> so we're, uh, we're down to the mission. We're on 21st in Florida. You're more than welcome to come down and visit. Say hey. Hang out. Do your thing. Do our thing. Do what you want to do. We won't tell you who do, to. Do, do, do what you want to do. Knock it to. <laughs> I got that song on here somewhere. No way. Tonight show? No, do what you want to do. It's oh. Calvin Calvin Harris, I believe. It's kind of kind of dance music. I can't tell you. Uh, yeah, George does the music on our show, and I do a little thing called the Race Report, and we talk motorcycles because we are forever two wheels. If you would like to call in, call us at four one five 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 zero zero five one one. That number again six five. No, no, we meant four one five 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 zero zero five one one. It would be fun, like giving them a different phone number every time, wouldn't it? Yeah, sure. It would probably cut down the phone calls other than Gail coming in. Calling in, yeah. Wouldn't she be a great interview? You know, Gail, you hardly seem crazy at all. How about some government conspiracies and who are they trying to kill this week? (laughs) (laughs) She's fucking great. (laughs) For those that don't know, Gail calls in from time to time and uh, is generally pretty far out of her mind. Kind of deep space is oh, where Gail's a, at. That's a different do what you want to do. She's having oh. some issues. <laughs> kind of like George's music choices. <laughs> yeah. So any motorcycle this weekend, George? You ride to work? Or? Uh, yeah, I rode the Harley on yesterday. Yeah? Yesterday and today, yeah. Because it was raining on Saturday, man. It was coming down pretty good. I didn't get a, get a drop of rain on me during the parade. I managed to dodge it. Did yes. it rain in the morning or something? Because I didn't see that myself. Um, it was wet. Oh. Oh, Saturday, 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 Saturday. Your time. first day of double time. I don't remember, dude. You know how this is do what you want to do. <laughs> it is not. <laughs> What's, he wow. right? What's he say right there? Yeah, that's right. Technically, never, you're right, but it's not the one never I Never doubt me again. Oh, yeah, that's for sure. Jackass. <laughs> so I did get a, I got an interesting call from my buddy on a Saturday. Do tell. He said, uh, so yeah, with this Ranchero thing, I want out. He wants out of the program. So the program was that he was going to donate the fucking the engine and the transmission. We were going to slap it in together. We we're going to sell it and split the money. All right. I should. I showed up with the truck. He had the engine trans. So so we go. Boom boom. Take the engine out. Um. All of a sudden things got. Yeah. He, well, I'm sure he's having troubles with the house and stuff, and he doesn't want that piece of shit sitting in his fucking driveway all this time. And I've been busy for the last week, so I haven't had a chance to get out there. And he's fucking. He's like, yeah. So I want out on this on this deal. Um. But I'll sell you the engine transmission for six hundred bucks. Oh, that's not a bad deal. I was like, okay. 
I'll try to work the money up, you know? And then he called me back like a half hour later, and I didn't answer, but he left me a message that, oh, yeah, you're going to need the exhaust, too, so that's going to be another four bills. <laughs> okay. Is he a regular listener to the show? Uh, I don't know. I don't know. He's a good dude. Wow. Wow. Yeah, it's just turning into more of a mess than I kind of expected, so... We'll see how that goes. Wow. Maybe you should get a hold of uh, Matt uh, Kettleworth. We'll call him Matt Kettleworth. Uh, the, the guy that I know that had a rancheroo that unfortunately got wrecked on the way to work one day. You should call him and tell him to come pick this thing up. I don't have his phone number. I did try to get it from Bill. Uh, what's his name? The other night, but uh, he did not have it. He did not know the man. Well, that's how it goes. So this is what it is. But yeah, I got to ride the bike. Dude, it was like yesterday was cold. It was yesterday? Did it rain yesterday? It, uh, I don't believe it did. I really get out too much yesterday. Big recovery day yesterday. I, think I did ride the bike yesterday and today. I don't think I rode it on Saturday. That's right, I didn't. It cost me 20 bucks to park in that open lot. Ah. Chump change, right? Sure. For my pal George, that's just chump change. That's how he rolls. He's big. It's 10 minutes of work on a double time day. <laughs> don't brag to the kids at home, George. That's a lot of money, dude. That's fucking a lot of work, dude. There's some bullshit fucking big, dude. It wasn't too bad, and then I ran into one of my one of the guys at work, and he's like, "Oh, dude, I park over here on the side. The fucking meters don't work on Saturdays." I'm like, "What? <laughs> oh, really? I don't even know about that one. Fuck, that's a good deal. Uh, the one over what? Not Folsom and Third? Yeah, Folsom and Third. That place is usually what fourteen bucks on the weekends. I thought the place underneath the Thai restaurant." There's that one, and then there's one across the street. Uh, or is that the Thai restaurant? The outdoor. Where, the outdoor. Or where the Go Dog Go used to be, wherever it was. Or Hot Dog, or we have the fucking What Up Dog. What Up Dog? That it? That's it. That's still there. That building? Yeah, that place has a parking garage in it. It does. Yeah, but the parking garage sucks. Oh well, I didn't say it wasn't trick without its tricks. I do the one across the street. I've done that one, but they make you stay until three o'clock Monday through Friday. So there's that little caveat you gotta be aware of when. Yeah, if you're doing the. Uh, if you're out early one day, you get to go watch a movie or pay thirty bucks versus fourteen or whatever it is. Yeah, so that freaking thing. So I, I stayed there. What was it? Thursday night or Friday night? Thursday night. I parked in a Thursday. I parked in there. Fourteen bucks early bird special. You know, got out late. No problem. It's a little bit late. I gotta go feed the dog, so I'm kind of in a rush, you know, because I don't like leaving my dog without food. That's always a humanitarian thing. I work thing. late. It's like because I'm the only one home, so so I uh, so I'm, I'm in a bit of a rush. I go and pay my uh, go to pay my pay my bill because I got that automatic machine there. At that time, there's nobody else there, so I pay it. Stick my credit card in, approved. Hit the button for the receipt. Receipt comes out. My credit card comes out, and no ticket. And I'm like, what the fuck? Now what? Uh-oh. So there's an assistance button. I call the assistance. And the thing's ringing, and the person answers, and they're like, hey, how can I help you? And then the machine spits out my card, right? So I'm like, well, it it was it was, it was held about on my uh, on my card, and now it's spitting it out. So that should be good. No problem, right? So I hop in the truck, drive up, stick it in the machine. No good. Uh-oh. You still owe money. Yes. So I go back to the machine. I stuck it in reverse and backed out of there before the car got behind me. And uh, whipped it into a spot, jam over there, call assistance. They're like, well, you're probably going to have to pay it, right? So I'm like, okay. So I stuck the credit card in, paid it again. So I paid twice. So You got to pay twice? Yeah. And what, I, went, and I talked to the manager on Friday. No, because it didn't accept the first one. But I had, a cre- I had a receipt that said that I paid it. And the other receipts that I paid it. And it was like within three minutes of each other. So 
<laughs> what a money maker that is for them, huh? So I talked to the manager the next day, and he's like, well, it's going to take eight to ten weeks to get your refund because we got to send it to fucking blah, blah, what? blah. I'm like, well, what? I'm like, let's work something out here, buddy. What time do you get off at? <laughs> Fuck, yeah. Can you just let me out the gate when I park here one day? <laughs> <laughs> something, right? Just throw me a bone, bro. So he's uh, so he wasn't there this weekend, and then I rode the motorcycle today, so I didn't see him. So tomorrow's raining. It's supposed to rain in the afternoon, evening. Hmm. So I was probably going to drive that. But that place closes at a certain time, too. Yes, it does. I've had it where I had to sneak in behind somebody going in the garage, and they were like calling the police over. And I'm like, hey, I just got off work. It's 1130 at night. My car's parked downstairs. I'm out of here. And they're like, we're going to call the police. I'm like, well, you go right ahead because I'm going to leave because I'm tired. <laughs> I just did a 28-hour day or whatever it was. It was fucking yeah. insane. Well, it was the same day show, you know. Crazy day. 16, 18-hour day, you know. Anyway, enough about work. Lots of motorcycle racing in the last week. Lots I heard. of good times there. It was just crazy. At Daytona, Bubba Blackwell did his job. Wait till you hear about that one, George. I can't wait. I know, right? I uh, I saw what did I what was I reading up on this weekend? Oh, yesterday I found an article on uh, SB. I forget what the state. Two forty eight or nine or something. No, like that? it's it's up there. It's like ten forty nine or twenty forty nine or something like that. So it has to do with uh, with drug tests in the state of California. So yeah. they're saying that if they require you to have a urine test and you're a medical patient with a with a active card, it shouldn't shouldn't make a difference. Cuz if you go drinking on your time off, it doesn't matter. Yeah, as long as you're uh as long as you're, you know, sober within the last 8 hours. <coughs> yeah, I guess. Well, I mean, that was always my bitch about it was, why don't they test what I've done in the last eight hours? You know, they're able to do that with a lip balm test or, you know, swab, whatever they call it. Supposedly, yeah. Supposedly, yeah. yeah. They, they readjusted this mic. She keeps pushing it further and further away from me, which is fine, but uh, I can't work the buttons in talking to the mic at the same time. <laughs> it is tricky. You keep fading in and out. Yeah, well... It's not in front of me, and the board is. Maybe you need one of those microphones that hangs from overhead. Maybe like you should shut the, the fuck guys up. <laughs> and that's not a maybe, really. <laughs> shut the fuck up. <laughs> wow. I love our Mondays together. <laughs> it's quality oh, time. Man. It really is. Yeah, it was just a long day. Uh, I've been a little nippy lately. I've been a. Uh, I wasn't happy yesterday. Work but I'm doing much better today. Work will do that to you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what, else, what else did I do this weekend, man? Jeez, I was, I was running around with my head chopped off at work, which was kind of crazy. But then uh, I didn't get a chance to go by and see mom. I didn't get a chance to work on the truck. I did ride the bike out and about a little bit. But that was just going point A to point B kind of things, you know. Yep. I took it out for a rip on Friday night because it was dry out and I just kind of bombed around Lake Merced and I think I stopped at stopped at Home Depot just made an excuse to go out there and grab something and put it around the lake and went up went out towards the Great Highway and there you go go see some ocean for a minute yeah it was night it was dark so yeah and I was in a rush to get home to make my lunch so I could go to sleep there you have it yeah yeah, my big weekend was pretty much the parade and staggering through that and recovering from that. So it was a good sized parade, man. Because I went up good. there, I went up to Market Street at 12 p.m. at lunchtime. I jammed up there. Um, I didn't see you guys, and I saw like the second group in the in the parade going by. So I walked down Market to Second Street, hooked a right, 
followed that all the way out past Folsom is where you guys were, and you guys hadn't even started yet. That's correct. It went off late this year. It was almost, I think it was like noon before it went off. For you guys, yeah. <coughs> yeah, I mean, there was time to go get mimosas and uh, bloody whatever the hell they are. It, I don't started this like, nasty it must start around 1130, because for them to get from down there to 4th Street wouldn't have taken... What time did we see you there? Twelve thirty or one? Um, it was twelve thirty-ish, a little after that, because I was heading back to work, and I didn't uh, realize, dude, because I, I could see Moscone from where you guys were standing. Oh no shit! Oh yeah, I could have easily just walked up the block and spent the whole time there, but instead I did the walk because I thought you guys, because last year we were like the second ones in the parade, so I was like, wow, uh, I didn't want to miss you. Yeah, because I thought, well, if I run into him up there, then I can walk with him for a few blocks, and then I'll just kick, kick rocks, you know? Yep. I got to walk with everybody for a half block, and I had to hang left. Uh, Half blocks better than none, George. Too bad I wasn't leading. Take the what band. you can get. Should have pulled a Bluto Bukowski, right? <laughs> <laughs> I led the band right into a fucking alley, dead end alley, and marched them into the wall. <laughs> I haven't thought about that scene in forever. <laughs> and all the horn players followed right by. That wasn't even, that wasn't even John Belushi. That was like that, that squirrely looking dude. He was wearing like a bathrobe and fucking. <laughs> what you're supposed to do, you fucking moron? It was that guy. The guy, that guy. From, the guy from Texas. He was great. Very funny man in real life, as I recall, too. What, what little I've read on him. I think he's passed away by now. Who knows, man? But, uh, yeah, good shit. Yeah, it was all right. <laughs> <laughs> if you want to say so. <laughs>
She wanted me to know what she didn't know herself. Said I was one of my lovers. Hey now, that's something else. She played a vocal mission. I played the cosmic heart. Wanted to paint her picture. She said, don't even start. She said, love's like a drug and that this was chemistry. But with these chemicals, then how is this good for me? Her life gets better. She read her mangoes out of his head. Like birds of a feather, so we bled. Let's go together. And she said, so what's the altitude? I said, it's out of sight. What's with the attitude? And she said, it's all right. So what's the altitude? I said, it's out of sight. What's with the attitude? And she said, it's all right. She said, let's get away now. Let's go down by the bay. She turned her hand my way now. Watch out. What you say now? Now the things you've been through make it seem like nothing could ever really last forever. But if you try, girl, we can do some things. She gave me headphones. Said, have you heard this sound? I think I've heard this one is totally underground. I wouldn't let her go then. She wouldn't let me go. Just ask the neighbors, man. It's unbelievable. I played the morning rising. She played the setting sun. She said she couldn't stay when her night had just begun. So what's the altitude? I said it's out of sight. What's with the attitude? And she said it's all right. So what's the altitude? I said it's out of sight. Without abandon, we dance, we party all night. One of my lovers, hey now, that's something else We played a vocal mission to play the cosmic sky How can we make the distance, you've always known my eye We're letting people know what, what we now know ourselves That we are one of my lovers, hey now, that's something else She gave me headphones, said, have you heard this sound? You know I've heard this one, girl, let's get out of 